book wasted. We drink, we review, we revel. That's Krista. And that's Jessica. Welcome back to our remedial poetry class, uh, following up Me Before You by Jojo Moyes. Moz. Jojo. Um, <laughs> so in our poetry classes, Krista and I each pick a poem that like kind of like reminds us of the book or the character or like a kind of like a thought in the book. I would say, um, I don't know, whatever. It's our podcast. Yeah. We can just analyze however we feel like. We Pretty much, analyze. yeah. So we, we usually bring a poem each from just a just a poem that we felt connected to the book or from a certain point of view of the book or whatever. Just, yeah, because we do what we want to do. So, Jessica, do you want to tell us what we're drinking today? We are drinking an adult cider. Yeah. But like not like not like not like a beer cider. Um, so what it is, it's really refreshing. Is it like a mold cider, I kind of? Is that I, the, a good way to describe it? I don't know. What's a mold cider? What's mulling? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> it just reminds me of like fall and Christmas time when you have like mold cider. Mold cider. Well, it tastes like fall, so that's yeah. the reason why we're drinking it. Perfect. Because I fall into my feelings. Oof. Hardcore. With this book. I guess like that's the connection I have for this drink. That's perfect. Falling into my feeling cider. Yeah. Okay, so what it is, it's going to be two parts of the Frankly Organic um, Grapefruit Vodka. Mm, okay. I know, right? Grapefruit Vodka, but it's got it's infused with cinnamon mm-hmm. as well. And then it's also going to be um, one part orange juice and then one part just the, I don't know, jar of apple cider that you can buy at HEB. Then also to make it super fancy, you're going to put it in a mason jar, mm-hmm. stir it up, yeah. you're going to get yourself a little bit of apple slice, and then like a stick of cinnamon. Perfect. Don't forget the stick of cinnamon. Yes. Because um, it's pretty. It is pretty. It's very pretty. <laughs> All right. Do you want a drink? Yeah, let's drink. Let's Cheers. Drink. Cheers. Mm. It's actually a mm. very easy drink. It's mm-hmm. um, not too strong. Yeah, it's it feels very refreshing. Yeah, it is. It is really refreshing. Oddly, for like a fall, summery, you know, fall drink, it's really delicious and it's tasty. Okay, so I know I've got two poems that okay. I want to do. Do you want to go first, or I'll let you go, go first. first. Let's alternate. You do one, I'll do mine. You do your second. Okay, so Good stuff. I'm going to start with a poem. That I found online. So I did like a fun little online poem. Nice. And it's called um, The Right to Die. Oof. And it's by the, you know, poetry websites. It's by Not But a Breeze. Okay. And the website I found it on is called powerpoetry.org. So I picked this because it reminded me of Will. And I wanted to read it through like Will's perspective. Mm-hmm. So... I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Sitting in a bed with walls as white as sin all around and a dread that permeates the very air and ground. They force drugs deep, deep into my ever-rotting veins to suspend my body in time while away corrodes my mind. As I plead for death to a man clad all in white, he laughs on in my dreams and denies me my right. A right that's as old as the beginning of life and allows me to take what's only ever been mine. Despite this truth, still he and they turn away, leaving me in bed to drudge on each unbearable day. 
till I take action myself, or there is finally a change in the thoughts of mankind on the rights of life. That was, that was like exactly what I feel like Will would have said. Absolutely. Like, Will didn't, like, I pussyfoot around. Like, he, yeah. he was constantly trying to tell people, like, you, you're like, he's like, this is my choice. Yeah, you don't know what this is like. You yeah. don't know how this feels. It's my choice to make. Absolutely. And then I also, I really like in Me Before You where, like, he was telling, like, Louisa, and he was always, like, straight up with Louisa. He's like, no, you decided for me. You didn't ask me what I thought. Mm-hmm. Especially when, like, taking, like, Will to, like, the horse racing. Yeah, and he's like, actually, I fucking hate horses. I hate horses, and, like, I hated this. And he's like, but you decided for me. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's like, and that's what Will ultimately really hated was that he wasn't allowed to make his own choices. Yeah. That was good. I liked yeah, it. That was good. I was like, I was like, dang, like good, like random internet poems. I know. Sometimes they're pretty good. This really hit me hard. Yeah. I love it. All right, I'm ready for you. Okay, mine is "As the Ruin Falls" by C.S. Lewis. Oh, fun! I know. Yeah, classic one, right? Yeah, I like it. Um, and this again, I think, is from Will's perspective. Not quite as like hard hitting as yours, I think, but pretty, still pretty good. Okay. okay. All right. All this is a flashy... I'm sorry. I'm going to restart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go for it. All this flashy rhetoric about loving you. I never had a selfless thought since I was born. I am mercenary and self-seeking through and through. I want God, you, all friends, merely to serve my turn. Peace, reassurance, pleasure are the goals I seek. I cannot crawl one inch outside my proper skin. I talk of love. A scholar's parrot may talk of Greek. But self-imprisoned always end where I begin. Only that now you have taught me. But how late my lack. I see the chasm and everything you are was making. My heart into a bridge by which I meant I might get back. From exile and grow man. And now the bridge is breaking. For this I bless you as the ruin falls. The pains you gave me are more precious than all other gains. I feel like I butchered the reading of that, and I'm so sorry. That's okay. I I really liked that because I think that brought him to the perspective of the whole me-before-you concept. Yeah. Because it's not just Louisa before Will. It's, it's also Will, Will before Louisa. Louisa. Yeah, absolutely. And that's exactly what Will was like. Like, Will sought... Mm-hmm. pleasure and like was yeah. in relationships and he was always like on the go right and, like wasn't necessarily maybe like the most loving person yeah and it like i am mercenary and self-seeking through and through i mean that was will before louisa absolutely. you know absolutely so i just felt like that was a good representation of how he was in his thought process and then right at the very end he's like but i'm changing i do think that will heart ultimately changed but his choice didn't change by the end yeah absolutely i mean his his heart changed and his love for louisa changed it yeah but that doesn't change his circumstances no it doesn't change his circumstances you know i do think louisa changed will Mm, absolutely as a person i think so i hope he and the other way around as well i know i uh i'm really scared but i think i need to read after you (sighs) I don't know how I'm going to do that without Will Trainer. I know. I have it if you want to borrow it. Okay, can I borrow it? Yeah. All right, I'll borrow it. 
I don't know. We'll My heart's still in a difficult place right now. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Okay, what's your next one? All right, so I picked this poem um, from Louise's perspective after Will is gone. Oof. Now, this poem is called On the Death of Anne Bronte by Charlotte Bronte mm-hmm. because um, she died so young. Um, and I, when I read this poem, I was like, I just feel like this is almost what it's like, like after someone you love is gone and they're gone way too soon. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start. Okay. There's little joy in life for me and little terror in the grave. I've lived the parting hour to see of one I would have died to save, calmly to watch the failing breath, wishing each sigh might be the last, longing to see the shade of death or those beloved features cast. The clouds, the stillness that must part, the darling of my life from me, and then to thank God from my heart, to thank him well and fervently. Although I knew that we had lost the hope and glory of our life, and now benighted tempest-tossed must bear alone their weary strife. That was good. That's not a good poem. Yeah. Like, we know them for, like, their stories and stuff, but this yeah. is such a good poem. Yeah, and, like, I really got it through Louise's perspective, you know, like, mm-hmm. just wishing she could have changed it and knowing she couldn't she couldn't have you know yeah. well she also was working so hard to try and change will's mind mm-hmm. but ultimately she was never going to change his no. mind and i think that like that really got to her in those last few chapters she was like everything was it was never going to change yeah he was always going to always going to die and then for me like the oh man like i love the line longing to see the shade of death mm. And then I also love the line, um, must bear alone the weary strife. Yeah. Because it's just, it's after somebody's gone. Yeah. Especially if someone you're left. You're left to, to, to grieve in however way you can mm-hmm. after that person's gone. But you have to do it alone. But mm-hmm. hopefully not too alone. And then you yeah. have people around you. And I think with, with Will and Louisa, it's a little bit difficult because... She may understand why he's done it, but she could still blame him. Oh, yeah. You know, she could still be angry at him. I don't think that she necessarily is, but, like, that's another emotion that you have to work through. That's, I think, that's something that she, I think she was working through when she left Will, mm-hmm. you know, And she didn't go to trip. Switzerland. And, yeah, didn't originally go to Switzerland. Yeah. But then, like, at the end of the book, like, she thought he was dead. Yeah. And he hadn't passed it on yet. Mm-hmm. And then she really decided to go, but she was initially so angry with him. Yeah. Like, how how could he choose to leave me mm-hmm. kind of thing. This is a tough, this was a very tough book. It was. These are tough poems. These are tough, it's a tough concept because you're, yeah. you're talking about love and love being unexpected. And now it's love that's gone. Yeah. And how love can change your and life. And someone chose to leave and that love. And chose to leave. And, like, we understand why. We get it. You know, love is not everything. Yeah. You know, this person is suffering daily. Mm-hmm. And sure, love is the bright point in the day, but it's not enough to make it worth it. I know. Which is heartbreaking. But, you know. 
it's that was that's like the that was one of the most heartbreaking scenes for me in the mm. book was when she was like declaring her love yeah. and putting it all out on the line and then he will basically said it's not enough he literally said it's oh yeah not he enough. literally said he it's didn't not basically enough. say that <laughs> he straight flat out told her it's he not lo- enough it's not enough oh can you imagine no nope again that's where i cried the most <sighs> Yeah. Like, the most uncontrollable uh, sobbing. Uncontrollably sobbing. It was awful. I don't know if I'm ready for this. Anyways, but I am ready for a easy breezy book, supposedly. Yeah. Called Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> by E.L. James. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to talk about something that's not so heavy. I'm excited to talk about something that's not so heavy. Something that's a fun conversation, you yeah. know? dominant and like submissive right and all the fucking cliche tropes right very exciting right and we can talk about physical love oh you know physical love. everything else has been you know yeah metaphysical now we're talking about physical but now why didn't we pick more physical love books? i don't know oh my goodness i don't know i we really need so, to examine our future season so too <laughs> we're like i all right, guys, we're going to get to work on that for yep. y'all. So sorry for this really <laughs> heavy season of tears and crying. Yeah. It'll be funny next time, I promise. Why are you playing with my booty? That's my cat for you. First, she was trying to eat my toes. Oh. She's playing with my butt. She's got Excuse weird you. taste. I mean, maybe maybe she just is ready for Fifty Shades of Grey. I think she's ready for Fifty Shades, she Shades wants, of Grey. She wants to explore her sexual outlets as well. Oh, my. Oh God, that's weird. <laughs> it's weird. I'm <laughs> Why sorry did you I went there. That? I'm sorry. I'm that's sorry. so weird. <laughs> Anyways, no, that's my point. baby girl. <laughs> I'm sorry. I regretted it oh. as soon as it came out of my mouth. God. <laughs> Now it's uh, now it's for everybody to hear. I know. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Anyways, join us next time as we do uh, review Fifty Shades of Grey by E. L. James. Um, you can find us at Book Wasted Podcast on Instagram as well as on Facebook. Um, you can also like shoot us an email if you want to bookwastedpodcast at gmail Just talk to us, share us a line. If you don't want to talk to me, that's fine. Um, but we're really excited to keep going because this is going to be our last book of the season. Yeah. And then we're going to be moving on to something else. Yeah. I'm really excited. Super exciting. All right, guys. And as always, stay stay wasted, wasted, my my friends. friends.